upon further review. Panthers playing in primetime Thursday night, but lose their third consecutive contest. This one 25-17 to the Atlanta Falcons, who win for just the second time this season. Curtis Samuel scored both of the Panther touchdowns, a 12-yard run in the first quarter. 29-yard flea flicker he scored off of in the second quarter. Mike Davis had 66 yards rushing. D.J. Moore, the top receiver, with 55 yards. As Teddy Bridgewater would go 15 of 23, 176 yards. A touchdown, but also an interception by Bleedy Ray Wilson in the red zone with just over one minute to play to clinch it for Atlanta. Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan ran for a touchdown, threw for 281 yards. Julio Jones had 137 yards receiving in the game as the Panthers' record falls to 3-5. and five. They next play a week from Sunday in Kansas City. I'm Jim Zoki on the Carolina Panthers Radio Network. Guys, thanks. We're joined by Coach Matt Rule now, and the the Panthers, again, uh, take it down the wire, but uh, unable to get the win here. And I guess we'll start on the offensive side uh, tonight, Coach, in terms of uh, what you saw there. Obviously, Teddy was under a, a lot of duress. Uh, it was uh, difficult getting D.J. Moore involved until late in the game. Curtis Samuel had some good moments there, but the offensive line uh, kind of hit and missed tonight. What, what were some of your overall impressions of how the offense performed in this one? Well, just what you said, you know, I don't think we ever really controlled the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, we were – um, uh, you know, not able to run the ball at the level we'd like, um, not able to, not able to, you know, give Teddy a clean pocket to step up and um, just, just never really answer the call, you know, in terms of the, the control, you know, w- winning the line, you know, line of scrimmage, winning the battle up front. So I think anytime that you don't, you don't win the battle up front, you know, you're just kind of trying to make a play and do something. And it wasn't really great. Coach, it's Mick. You, you probably looked out there a time or two tonight and saw almost all your rookies, playing uh, defensively for you. Will there be a time, do you think, in the fairly near future that uh, you and these guys will look back on nights like tonight as, as an acceleration of, of their growth process and, and learning how to play in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, we'll find out a lot about them. We'll find out a lot about, um, you know, their ability to play at this level by watching the tape. I was proud of those guys. You know, they went out there and played, and, um, you know, they played against some good receivers. And uh, like you said, I think I think you'll look back and say, hey, this was this was – a real step forward for some of those guys. I was proud of their effort and uh, grateful that they went out and played so hard. Hey, Coach Kirk Coleman here. Um, in the uh, in the third quarter, you decided to go for the fake punt. Can you just kind of tell us what you were thinking when you were doing that? How long you've been working on that and saving that exact player? Was it just a week of we saw this on film and we knew that it would work against this particular team? No, you know, um, Chase uh, Blackburn has had that ready. He's had that up. Um, we called it and they went punt safe. Uh, we got a delay a game, so moved it back to fourth and nine. And, um, you know, the guys, the guys ran it, they still ran it and they hit it. And, um, you know, chin's a, a great athlete. It's something that, you know, you trust him to be able to get done. Great job by the right wing. Um, I think that's Arma, but I'm not sure. I don't really have credit. Maybe it was. it's illustrated. Okay. So, um, you know, and it's just a great job by our special teams coaches. Flea Flicker was another highlight moment tonight. Perfect throw by Teddy, but Curtis Samuel gets in the end zone twice. It just seems like over the last couple of weeks, he's getting more and more involved and in becoming a big part of what's going on with the offense out there. Yeah, I mean, Curtis, that dynamic player, uh, can hand it to him, can throw it to him, and it was good to get him, you know, executing a play down the field. Coach, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you, guys.
Guys, thanks, and we're joined by Panthers tackle Taylor Moten now as the the Panthers again uh, take it down to the wire but can't get the win and uh, not much separating wins from losses, but unfortunately three consecutive losses here. And Taylor, just to take you guys on the offensive line there and what you were facing with that, uh, that front and a lot of blitzing going on uh, by Atlanta over there just uh, without having seen the tape, uh, what would you think about the performance of the offensive line tonight? It's, it's, you know, it's tough for me to evaluate the offensive line as a whole. I just – I know personally I'm not happy with how I played, and I know I got to get better. And you know, I'm going to take these next um, this little break to figure out how I can you know, become a better player myself. You know, that's all I can control. Taylor, it's Mick. You, um, you were one of the ones that objected strenuously and came to Teddy Bridgewater's defense when he was hit down by Harris. What, were, what was your view of the play, and what, what emotions did all that bring up for you? I just, you know, I got a lot of love for Teddy. You know, I hate to see such a dirty play on him, you know, happen to him. And it's just so uncalled for. So, you know, as instinctually as something like that happened, I, I want to fight. And, um, you know, I want, I want, I'm here for anyone in the locker room and, you know, anyone touch a Teddy like that, you know, I, I got to come to their defense. I feel like it's an inexcusable and unacceptable type of hit and something that, you know, doesn't belong in a game. Hey, Taylor, this is Kirk Coleman. I'd love to hear that out of you. Um, So you guys were 2 of 10 on third down today, but you did rush the ball for 147 yards. Unfortunately, when you look at the time of possession, it was pretty lopsided for 23 minutes for you guys, 36 minutes for Atlanta. Can you just kind of help paint a picture for myself? Is just what is it about this third down, and what were they doing, Atlanta, for defense? What were they doing on third down that was either creating a lot of mismatches, whether they creating one-on-ones with you guys on the offensive line or not giving Teddy enough time? I mean, what, where were the breakdowns coming from, just from your point of view and looking on it from the sideline? I know maybe there were a couple times, you know, we might not have picked up where we were supposed to. And, you know, I know we got to always win our one-on-one matchups when we're called for it. But, um, you know, ultimately, like I said before, it's hard for me to evaluate the whole offensive line without watching the tape and seeing what happened. You know, I'm so into just making sure I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So I, I know personally I, I didn't get it done on a couple of them, third down drives, so I know I need to be better. All right, well, Taylor, a little bit of extra time, obviously, coming off the short week this week as you get ready for Kansas City in the week and a half. Thank you so much for joining us. 